If you've been binging my free content here on this podcast or over on my YouTube channel, I want to take a quick second before I start this episode to thank you so much for being here. But the free stuff will only get you so far. So if you want my complete proven blueprint for opening a successful and sustainable play cafe or indoor playground business that is profitable from day one, I want to invite you to join me inside my signature course, Play Cafe Academy. Head to the show notes right now to get instant on-demand access to all 12 modules, your detailed pre-launch checklist, your 34-page business plan template, your plug-and-play financial model to help you estimate your startup costs and project your revenue, and everything you need to save time, money, and frustration throughout your opening process. For a limited time right now, you'll also get an entire month of free access to Playmaker Society, my invite-only membership created exclusively for Play Cafe Academy students who want to work with me personally to optimize and scale their businesses through coaching, guest experts, templates, and plug-and-play resources, plus collaboration with over 200 other owners, and so much more. The price for Play Cafe Academy will go up before 2022 is over. So lock in the current price and get all the exclusive bonuses, including a month inside Playmaker Society and getting a chance to work with me personally by heading to the show notes and choosing your preferred way to pay in full or over time right now. I will see you there. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, playmakers. So something I try to do is follow as many play spaces as possible on social media. And this is for a few different reasons. I love to show support, especially for those owners inside of my Playmaker Society program, where we all try to follow each other's accounts and engage regardless. But I also like to stay up to date on the trends of the industry, as you might expect. It was a bit overwhelming to do so when I physically owned my space. So if following all of these different indoor playgrounds just sounds exhausting to you, it's okay. That's totally normal. And also don't worry because that's why you have me, your secret weapon who now does all this research for you and delivers it in practical episodes just like this one. But something I've noticed over the past few weeks is a lot of brand new spaces are announcing that they will be closed the week of Thanksgiving, so this coming week, to enjoy some family time. And this really concerns me for a few reasons. But before I even get into this episode, if you are new here to me or to this podcast, I am not in any way saying that you as an owner should not take time off to enjoy the holidays with your family. In fact, I 100% believe that you should. I do not want to see you working on Thanksgiving week. After all, that's why many of us left demanding corporate jobs or helped our spouses to do so in order to launch these businesses. We wanted to create businesses that serve our lives and not the other way around. But here's the thing. Closing completely is also not the solution. 
In my five plus years of indoor playground ownership, plus multiple years after that, dedicating my entire business to coaching owners to success. And by the way, yes, I did have to go back and check the numbers on this one. But in my experience, Thanksgiving break week was one of the most profitable, if not the most profitable week for the entire year for our business. A couple times, spring break really gave Thanksgiving week a run for its money, but typically Thanksgiving is the most profitable week. And even as I'm recording this, I can feel that many of you are probably wanting to turn this off and bury your head in the sand and just eat some turkey. But I want to give you a few reasons why you should not even consider closing Thanksgiving week, except of course, on the actual holiday, Thanksgiving day. But that is it. Then the rest of this week, I'm going to share some tips about how to make Thanksgiving week as profitable as possible. So Wednesday and Friday, we're going to be talking Black Friday sales, holiday kickoff sales, events, all that good stuff. But let's get back to today's episode because in order to get there to talk profit, I first have to convince you to stay open. So here are five quick reasons why you should only close for open play on Thanksgiving day and not the rest of the week. All right, number one, huge sales potential. This one is pretty obvious, but hey, I had to throw it in there anyway. As I mentioned, Thanksgiving break week was consistently our busiest and most profitable open play week of the entire year. This was, again, one of the two weeks where people had to book in advance because, again, remember, this is pre-COVID and we were at capacity all day, every single day all week long with a wait list. And the best part about being so busy and not needing to put in any extra marketing effort to fill our play spots because people will be looking for things to do that week is that most of the people that came in during Thanksgiving break week were actually brand new to our business, even if we had been open for years at that point. They were typically parents who were either teachers who were also on break or Parents who worked jobs during our typical open play hours who were finally getting the chance to visit because they had to request time off because their kids were off of school. And because this was a unique and special outing for them, they spent money. They spent a lot of money, in fact, on our cafe drinks, snacks, retail items, you name it. And many of these people used this opportunity to check out our space for parties if they had been previously unable to visit during our regular open play hours. So this was also one of our biggest birthday party booking weeks of the entire year. So not just open play. Our busy indoor party season here in New York State ranges from around October all the way through May. So this was a huge opportunity to get a head start on filling up our next year's calendar again without needing any extra advertising or marketing effort. All we had to do was simply stay open. And in fact, unless we had a private event or party, we extended open play hours every single day, which I'm going to speak more about in a moment, just to make sure everyone got a chance to come in, even if we were at capacity all week long. And something that I kind of wanted to mention is, A lot of people have this fear if they have a lot of open play memberships out there. 
a lot of owners will say, well, I don't want to open Thanksgiving week because I'm not going to make a lot of extra money because it's just going to be members that come in. And while there are definitely exceptions to every rule, I have in general seen members definitely use indoor play spaces a lot differently than the typical open play customer would. So for example, they know that Thanksgiving week is going to be absolutely crazy and they're either going to avoid it completely just because it's way more chaotic than a typical open play session would be, or they're going to come very early in the morning or very late in the afternoon when they know it's not going to be quite as busy, not quite as chaotic, or they're just going to stay not as long. So for example, if they come at you know 10 a.m. just to use their membership, get out of the house during the busiest time, they're probably not going to stay that long because again, they have unlimited open play access all the time, not just Thanksgiving week. So I would kind of put this fear out of your mind when it comes to opening during a holiday week because you're afraid that members are going to eat up all of your open play slots. Because again, this is just not something that I've seen come to fruition in practice. So again, members are going to use your space a lot differently. They're either not going to come, they're not going to stay as long, or they're going to come during those early hour, late afternoon, early evening hours where it's not quite as busy. All right, reason number two, private event potential. And before I even get to those extended open play hours, Let's talk about private weeknight events during Thanksgiving. Many people will be traveling to your area to visit family or friends that they don't see all year round for the holiday. Because of this, we were always sure to post a couple weeks leading up to Thanksgiving, but it's never too late, that we were available for weeknight private party bookings after we closed for open play around four or five. Yes, even on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Many non-local people snatched these spots up right away because it gave them a unique opportunity to have either a family party or some people would treat this as like a high school or college friend reunion where everyone can get together, meet each other's families, spouses, all that good stuff. Basically, like I said, a little reunion. But it gives them a unique opportunity to have a family party or reunion outside of the walls that they'll be at all week and just give their child or their children the gift of celebrating in a fun new space surrounded by the loved ones that they travel to see. And before you say, well, I don't really see that being widely popular. Here's the thing. It doesn't need to be. You just need two to three people to snatch these spots up to add thousands of dollars to your revenue for the week. So make sure you make it known that you have party spots available outside your normal booking times. Yes, even if it's last minute. People just coming into town that week will pay more for convenience. And again, just getting out of the house and allowing the kids to celebrate or again, meet people that they wouldn't normally have the chance to meet and burn off some energy during the trip is going to be invaluable for them. All right, reason number three why you shouldn't close Thanksgiving week. College and high school kids want extra hours and extra money. So you might have been thinking as you listened to the first part of this episode that, you know, well, Michelle, that all sounds good, but who the heck am I going to get to work Thanksgiving week if it's not going to be me? Well, let me tell you. 
college kids who are back home during break and high school kids who are on break from school will be wanting extra hours this week. This is the perfect chance for them to take on extra shifts and earn some extra money right before the holidays. And I found these groups of workers much more eager to take day shifts or early evening shifts so that they can be home before 7 or 8 p.m. and still go out with their friends, unlike most retail or restaurant jobs who will instead need them to come in extremely early, like on Black Friday, for example, or stay very late into the night to, again, accommodate all of these college kids who are back in their hometown and going out and partying. The hours of 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. is exactly when they want extra shifts. I promise you. I grew up always having to work very early in the morning and very late at night at my retail job for a supermarket in high school and college. And I always had to work Thanksgiving Day, which was such a bummer because my family hosted. So it may seem insensitive to ask your staff or even past staff to pick up shifts during Thanksgiving week. But again, they're going to be off early mornings, evenings, and the actual holiday. So it's actually an ideal schedule for them. And trust me, they want the hours. So I quickly alluded to past employees just now, and I want to explain that a little bit. So something that I would do during Christmas and Thanksgiving break is I would reach out to the high school kids who used to work at the cafe, and I would say, hey, if you're going to be home from college, do you want some extra shifts? If so, these are the shifts that are going to be available. Please let me know if you'd like any of them, one more or anything like that. So even if high school kids, again, had graduated and moved away, I would still invite them to work extra shifts during these break weeks. And nine out of 10 times, they jumped at the opportunity because again, they're probably not working when they're out of town in college, or they just have maybe you know a student job or something like that. So by offering them this flexible schedule that is really inside that ideal working hour range, they're going to jump on it. So you can also say, hey, if you have any friends that just want to be an extra pair of hands or might be a great fit, please let them know. I'd love to chat with them as well. Because again, sometimes they don't need to necessarily know how to operate your latte machine or know how to use your point of sale system. A lot of times you just need a party assistant to clear plates, keep the place clean, mop, things like that. So really think outside the box here when you're filling these extra shifts. All right. And then number three, or sorry, this is number four. Families want kids out of the house that week. So whether you're hosting during the holiday week or not, you can probably relate to this sentiment. The, the kids are off of school most of the week. They're off their normal routines. And sometimes we all just need a change of scenery or a change of pace. I personally host on Thanksgiving. So I always send my husband and the kids off to some play place the few days before so I can clean and prep and decorate, all that stuff. It helps the entire week run much more smoothly and it keeps everyone happy. If you're closed, they will find another place to visit, I promise you. And if you did plan to close and now plan to open after you listen to this episode, I promise you it's not too late. Parents are just now planning out their next week activities. And I promise you, if you start advertising, people are going to share it. They're going to set up play dates. So it is not too late. All right. And then number five, 
<clears throat> excuse me. You can also use this to kick off Black Friday sales. And this is another obvious one. And I'm going to expand more on the most successful Black Friday specials I've seen on Wednesday's episode, but it's also worth mentioning here. Being open during this clearly extremely busy week can help you clear out inventory, get a nice significant cash boost for a large new retail haul just in time for the holidays, and again, reach customers like out-of-town aunts, uncles, grandparents, and even just parents who would normally not get a chance to come in and play or shop. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, the data shows that these families who don't live in the area or who work during our normal open play hours spent a lot more per visit than your typical open play family would because again, this trip is a special treat for them. This is also a great time to really push annual memberships. Offer some extra incentives like coffee passes or bring a friend passes or a small discount if people book annual memberships above, you know, instead of monthly memberships during Thanksgiving week. Again, much more about this on Wednesday and Friday, but if your annual membership is $500, let's say, most places are a little bit more, but even if your annual membership is $500 and you even just sell 10 of them, that's an extra $5,000 you can use to either compensate yourself or your team or reinvest in holiday events or character costumes, retail inventory, or new equipment. So now hopefully you are convinced that you should remain open for open play during the week of Thanksgiving, even if you, the owner, plan to take the week off. And Honestly, I would encourage you to let your staff handle this week as much as possible. I remember trying to buzz in and out and help as much as I could during these holiday weeks, but at some point, it really gets to be a too many cooks in the kitchen scenario. And if multiple staff members are running around like chickens with their heads cut off, it's going to show, it's going to make the space even more chaotic. It's going to stress your team out. So I promise you, your team is more competent and more capable than you can even imagine. So do your best to do some prep work ahead of time and let them handle this busy break week on their own. Again, I promise you they can handle it. But again, even if you're convinced to open, your head might be spinning, especially as I tell you to take a step back and let your team take over. So if that's the case, here are five or six rather quick ways that you can prepare in advance to make the week go as smoothly as possible, even if you are absolutely packed from open to close. Now, I already mentioned a, a couple of these, but here's a quick roundup for you to end this episode. Number one, get a ton of small bills and extra change and put them in a small safe in the back. We just got one from Amazon and it was so helpful during busy break weeks because a lot of times banks close many days during the week for the holiday, and it can be very difficult to get coins and small bills when the bank is closed. So make sure you stock up on extra change and put it in a safe in the back. Just make sure you're keeping track of it and keeping it safe, but get extra change and keep those bank holidays in mind. And then number two, create graphics ahead of time and schedule social media to remind people to book their open play in advance, that you're doing an incentive for annual memberships, that you need to book in advance. Again, make all of these graphics this week ahead of time 
and schedule all of your social media posts in advance so that you can truly take a step back and relax and enjoy that family time. And then number three, place large orders ahead of time when necessary. So if you're a coffee shop, if you do prepackaged bakery items or anything like that, make sure you communicate with your vendors that it's going to be a really busy week for you so that they can have as much time as possible to prepare and so that you don't have to run to the bakery or to the coffee shop five different times during the week, again, when you're just trying to spend time with your family. So place larger orders ahead of time. And this doesn't only go for perishable items. I also want you to make sure you have enough toilet paper, paper towels, cleaning products, sanitizer, all that stuff on hand ahead of time. So place those orders today. And then number four, schedule extra help. So again, even if somebody has a friend or a trusted family member or something like that, get as many extra hands as possible if you think it's going to make your open play or your parties run more smoothly. Because again, you can just have these people come on as independent contractors, pay them a day rate, and just have them do those extra simple tasks that they don't necessarily need specialized training for, like cleaning the play area, mopping the floors, changing the bathroom supplies, things like that. And then just always make sure they're working alongside a more seasoned, a more trained employee if somebody wants to book a party or if they need to operate the point of sale system or if they need to make coffee, anything like that. So just schedule extra help for those other more simple tasks. And then number five, spend some time merchandising ahead of time. So put gift baskets or bundles together. Make sure you dust off those retail shelves. If you have a couple boxes of retail items sitting in storage or in your basement, get those out and make your retail look amazing. Because again, this is a big retail week. People are going to be visiting for Thanksgiving. They're going to be buying gifts. They're going to be getting a hat on Christmas shopping. Again, especially if you need to clear out inventory or if you're going to be doing a discount of any time, this is the time this week to do all of those merchandising tasks so that by the time next week comes, you are ready. And then number six, like I said, close on the actual holiday. So I'm no one's telling you that you need to make your employees or yourselves work on Thanksgiving. So take that day off. It's typically not a big open play holiday. So give yourself a little grace. Just open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. But a lot of people say, Michelle, I don't really think that people will come in on Black Friday. Trust me, I'm telling you, they will. I have seen so many indoor playground owners regret not opening because they see just how busy and booked their competitors are. And again, not only are these people paying for open play, but they're also buying snacks, they're buying retail items, they're booking annual memberships, they're booking parties. So you really don't want to let this potential revenue escape you this week by closing completely for the holiday week. So if you have any questions about this episode or anything like that, my Instagram is linked in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. But if you found these tips helpful, the best way that you can show support for me or for the show is to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. So your play of the day is to make sure that people know when you're going to be open, what your hours are, how they can book ahead of time, and then take those six extra steps to make sure that you are absolutely ready to have the most profitable week ever. All right, have a great day, guys. I will see you right back here on Wednesday. Wednesday.